Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 322 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about some old song lyrics we remember, even though we can't remember where we put something yesterday. We're going to talk about her recent trip to College Station, our search for a new fiction book, all kinds of things. We would love for you to join us on Patreon if you haven't done that already. It's at patreon.com slash big boo. It's two extra episodes a month for $5 or two extra episodes and a live episode for $8 a month. We have a new episode that's out on Patreon that's all about our toxic traits. We have a few. We would also love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. Alrighty, here we go with episode 322. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. So we're headed into hour four of a conversation. Yes, now that- we are. <laughs> We've been doing a little a little catching up pre-recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what happens when we haven't had a chance to talk. We just have yes. just stuff. Like yes. we had business. We had business to catch up on because we we're did. Big. We had we had big big business. We had personal business to catch yes, up on. So we did. We did. Mm-hmm. And now we're ready to begin the podcast portion. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm gonna tell you, this has not been my best day today. Has not okay. <laughs> tell me. I, I have not been firing on all cylinders. I I I had a hard time last night going to sleep. I think maybe it's because I drank tea late. Like mm-hmm. like not like hot tea, like like unsweetened iced tea. I drank it late last. I don't know. Something interfered with my sleep or my mind was racing, whatever. Yes. So about 2.30 this morning, I thought, you know what I'm not going to do on Monday morning is go to Pilates. Mm. Um, I'm not because I was signed up for a hard class today. And so I canceled my Pilates class. Yeah. So, but I had, I was like, I have got some errands I need to to do. I had some stuff to return to anthropology. Today's David's birthday. I needed to go get something printed out for his birthday. There were, I needed to get like a gift bag and that kind of stuff. And then I was going to get him not a birthday cake, but I was going to get him some donuts from his favorite donut shop. As, yeah. You know, so I go to anthropology. That's great. By the way, they have a lot of cute things in for spring. It's okay. It's a fun window shopping experience if anybody wants to walk through. Um, I had a real crisis of conscience about some pajama bottoms in there, but I walked away. Okay. <laughs> it's tough. Telling myself, you do not need to pay $58 for pajama bottoms. You do not need to pay $58 for pajama bottoms. I know. They were so Mm -hmm. cute. Anyway, so I I leave there and uh, I drive to the closest bakery when I realize, oh, wait, I didn't mean to come here. I meant to go get donuts. And this particular bakery doesn't have donuts. 
So then I drive to the donut place, but it's closed on Mondays, which I had forgotten. So then I was like, well, I'm going to go back to the bakery. So I drive back to the bakery. Mm -hmm. I decide on a king cake for his birthday cake because we love king cake from our time in Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. So I got a king cake. That was good. I picked up a little thing of pimento cheese, a little thing of chicken salad, you know, the necessities. And so, but I I drop 45 things while I'm in there. Like I'm just off, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I I check out there, I leave, I go to the UPS store because I need to have, I I bought him tickets. It's like his big birthday present. Mm -hmm. And, and I need to have them printed out because we don't have a printer here at the house. Do y'all have a printer at your house? We do have a printer because we're very fancy here at the Shankle house. We're about to have one is what I'm going to tell you because Mm -hmm. I go in the UPS store and I say, I just need to have this printed out. And their computers are slow. And so then the person who's helping me goes to the back to see if she can get it to print back there. But then she comes back and she says, it's going to take a minute. Our printer hasn't been on all morning and it has to warm up. Oh, And no. I said, well, well, do you think that'll take a long time? And she said, yeah, it really does take some time. So <laughs> I said, well, okay, I'll go to the grocery store. I'm thinking that's where I'll go get my gift bag and my mm-hmm. tissue paper. And some crackers to go with the pimento cheese and um, chicken salad. Yeah. So I walk to the grocery store and uh, I get all that stuff. I come back to the UPS store, get the printout. I go fill up my car. I'm headed home. And I'm like, why is my music not playing? And then I realize because I don't have my phone. Oh, no. Now, I don't lose stuff. I don't, I'm not somebody who misplaces things or, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't leave stuff. And I had already, when I left the house, I was like halfway down the road to the summit when I realized I'd left the stuff I was supposed to return at the house. So I'd already circled back once today for something. Listen, yes, this is the worst. mm -hmm. So I get, I finally get back to the UPS store. My phone's not there. So I walk back down to the grocery store and then my phone was there, which was great. I appreciated that they had taken care of it. But what I'm telling you is by the time I got home, I was rattled. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but David loved his gifts and that was good. And so we're going to go to dinner tonight. And I think after we finish recording this, I'm going to, I'm going to do one of Hazel's favorite things, which is to say, Hazel, do you want to take a nap? And what she does when I do that is she Uh runs to the side of the bed and she puts her paws up and she will be asleep in like 0.5 seconds. It's, it's her best life. And so bless her. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's where we're that's where we're headed today. So how are you? What's happening? I'm good. Listen, but you brought up something. I had this realization this weekend and I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about College Station in a minute, but I got on a thing because I was in College Station this weekend and I thought, you know what I want to listen to is some Garth Brooks. Like I want to listen to, you know, just the music of my college years while I was driving around. And so I put it on and the song ain't going down till the sun comes up, comes on. And I'm going to tell you, I can sing every word to that song. I can't remember mm-hmm. the last time I heard that song, but you know, it's a lot of lyrics and I was feeling really prideful about how I know that, but I thought, but I couldn't remember to tell you where I like put like the bracelet I wore this weekend. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I can't, yeah. there's just these little things and I'm like, how does your brain, like, what is it that you remember that? Like all these lyrics and all these things. But like, if Perry asked me, hey, do you know where you put the scissors? I'll be like, I don't know. Like (laughs) somewhere, somewhere. I know. 
But you, you can know? you can do the whole fast kind of wrap portion of ain't going down till the sun comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird thing. And like remembering all those lyrics to all those songs. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, some of these I haven't heard in years. And then on the way home yesterday, because of you, I got on a whole Amy Grant tangent. Oh, it's the best kind of tangent. Why would you want another tangent? That's exactly right. And I went all through all the various Amy Grant eras. And I thought there again, here are some songs that I know I haven't listened to since I was probably in high school. Yet I remember all the words. I I can't even remember who I was talking to this past week, but we were having, we got on on the topic of Amy Grant Mm -hmm. and I was listening. I said, listen, Laura loves her little family. She's the kind of woman who loves them with her life. But sometimes in the evening when the world rests on her shoulders with four walls closing in, she'll close her eyes. It's not that she misses being younger. Yeah, I'm saying it like it's a poem, you know, though she never was in Vogue magazine or on TV. Uh Uh Her husband loves her dearly. I mean, like, and I just like, I can't tell you how, how deeply that is embedded in the channels of my brain. Yeah. How many times must I have listened to that song? And it's saved by love. But, but I, 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 I knew immediately what you were talking about. It's just the best. It's so weird. It's well, Caroline texted me last week and she had to come up with this because she's an impact co-chair. And so they had to do like an Instagram post about like facts about themselves. And she was like, what are, help me. What are some facts about me? And I said, and I just texted her back on, I said, on a warm summer's evening on a train bound for nowhere, you met up with the gambler and you were both too tired to sleep. And she was like, are you being real right now? And I was like, but that's where my mind, like, why? And I was so tickled with myself. She was not nearly as amused. I know. It's just, it's all just right. That It's just, it's filed away in the most well-preserved little cabinet. Mm -hmm. Velvet lined cabinet. Every one of those words. Yep. Yep. And your subconscious says, here, let me help you with this. We can access that. No problem. Now, if you, if you need to know a password for a website you visited two days ago, we are unable, we are unable to help you. No, no. Memory bank full. Memory bank full. I know. It really is. It's Mm -hmm. just, I, I was talking to somebody who's a good bit older, not too long ago. And she was having a hard time kind of getting to her words about some stuff. And I said, it's okay. There's a lot in there. Like yeah. you got to rifle through a lot. We got a lot of time. You're good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a lot to kind of go sift through at this mm-hmm. point, but, but boy, that brain can recall that stuff really quick from apparently any, any eighties, nineties song lyrics are just right there. If you know. I know, but I couldn't get out the door this morning with the packages I wanted to return. Yeah, that's it. Or could I remember to keep up with my phone? So mm-hmm. that's where we are. Most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of pros, the world's most personalized hair care. Switching to a custom routine from pros was just one of the best things I've done for my hair and the results I'm seeing just keep getting better. With pros, my hair is stronger, it's shinier, it's smoother. I feel like it lasts for days. It doesn't get dirty as fast. And I just love the way pros works with my hair because pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type. They have given over 1 million consultations with an in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. And they ask you specific questions like, how often do you exercise? What kind of water do you have? What are your eating habits? And so they analyze all these personal factors and they handpick clean ingredients that get you closer to your hair goals with every single wash. 
I love that they have a review and refine feature, which lets you tweak your formula if you need to for any reason. And if you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they'll take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash bigboo. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash bigboo for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Okay, so tell us about College Station. Listen, it was so fun. You know, I hadn't seen Caroline in three days. So what a sweet reunion <laughs> that was. What? What a sweet, sweet reunion that was. So um, I got in town on Thursday because I had some stuff I needed to do. And then I got, so I got to see her briefly on Thursday night, but not for very long. And then Friday was my event. Um, and it was at the AM Hotel, the one that's right across from Kyle Field. And it was the Aggie, Texas Aggie Moms, the Federation of Texas Aggie Moms. And I'm going to say that if you put me in a room with a bunch of Texas Aggie moms, that's just when you're just like, these are my people, you know, like we, we speak the same language. Yep. Like, you know, that if you reference that time that the Aggies beat Alabama at Kyle field, (laughs) you're in a room people full of people who feel that as deeply as you did. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point they put a picture up on the deal. I'd sent in a picture and it was the picture of Perry and Caroline and I from right before the Appalachian state game. And I was like, look how young and full of hope we were then, you know, <laughs> we didn't know. We no. didn't, we didn't you know what was known. coming. You couldn't have known. Yeah. Nobody it's better, but you known. didn't. Better, but you didn't. Oh, know. it's so much better that we didn't. I was like, mm-hmm. we didn't know then that like the five hour rain delay the week before during the Sam Houston game was going to be a season highlight, you know, That's like right. we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, man, it was so fun. It was just a great event and it was super fun. And the attire for the event was glitzy Western. And so I'm just going to say that there were some great outfits. Your um, outfit was fantastic. Well, thank and you. I was also out of town this past weekend. So I, so you and I were not in constant communication. No, but when I saw your outfit on on Instagram, the the first time you posted a picture, I mean, I I did a slow clap in my head. I, just, <laughs> I thought, well done, Mrs. Shankle. Like that's a game right there. It's a game. And I've already asked Melanie, by the way, where she got the cute skirt that she had on in the her pictures. And you said it came from. It came from ASOS. It was okay. less than a hundred dollars. So I'm going to put it in my Insta stories today because okay. so many people have been asking, and so I'm going to post it. Um, but it was super cute. And, you know, I mean, I don't wear a lot of sequins, but I don't know why, because I really enjoyed it, you know. I do, too. And I think there, I love a big, like, a big statement dress up piece with a big statement dress down piece. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's one thing that our younger friends do so well, is they mix high and low really well. Yes. But I love that you had on a denim shirt with that sequin skirt. It was so cute. And your fancy boots. Thank you. And I had my new, my fancy frog line boots, which I love. They're turquoise. I've never owned a pair of turquoise boots, but like I said, I mean, I did. I felt like Crystal Gale. When you put on a pair of turquoise boots, like that just feels like vintage 70s, like I'm going to the rodeo kind of thing. So yeah. Or you're going to be a guest on Sunny and Share. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to find different ways to incorporate those regularly into my wardrobe. Um, But it was super fun. And Honey was there um, at the event 
And part she of my She also talk, looked so cute, by the way, in your pictures. Didn't she look so cute? Listen, Honey looked darling. Mm-hmm. So I loved having her there. And then part of my, she did not know, but part of my talk was she was an Aggie mom that changed my life. And mm-hmm. so just that she gave me such a safe place to land. Um, and so just to get to have her there was, uh, it was just really, it just meant a lot to me. So I'm sure it was good. And so we did that. And then I ended up, I was going to come back home on Saturday, but then it's Jackson, Gully's oldest son. His 21st birthday is actually today. This is Monday. And honey was having a little birthday party for him, um, at Longhorn Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, so with some of his friends and Caroline was going to be there and all that. And, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay for the birthday party. And so I did. And so that was super fun. And then it really worked out because Caroline, I had picked her up and she would rode with me. And, you know, those weekends, you know, I'm always so breezy, like just whenever okay. you have time, if you have sure. time, no big deal, like no just deal. weekend, mm-hmm. whatever. If you have time for your mom, great. If not, it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Um. But we drove back to her house and we ended up sitting in her car. We didn't even get out, but we sat in her car for like two hours and just talked about life and stuff and the weekend and, you know, just all that kind of stuff. And so it was really good. So I got good time with her, which, you know, you just don't always know how that's going to be. And so, you know, I feel like Caroline starts a semester kind of keyed up, you know, she gets worried about a lot of stuff. (laughs) Well, it takes a minute to figure out what the dynamics are going to be, you know, so it's good that you're, you're kind of plugging into that. I will say, I think it was Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Alex had a dentist appointment Thursday morning, really early. I think it's 730. And so Tuesday, he said, you know what? I think I might just come home Wednesday night and just spend the night because the dentist is closer to our house. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was thinking like, yeah, you know, but yeah. but I was just like, okay, I mean, sure. If you think that's better, sure. That's great. You know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever works out, whatever works out. So we got to have a good visit too. Just good. After I figured out, I really had to, I had to work to stay awake until he he got here. But Mm -hmm. because, you know, Mm -hmm. I like to get in the bed about nine, but I I stayed awake and we, we visited and it was, it was delightful. So I was happy to to get to see him just a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of, Caroline and I kind of had to have the talk because I think because she's coming into the last half of her sophomore year and technically She's got enough hours now where by the end of this semester, she'll be closer to being a junior. I mean, actually, she already is a junior, I think. Like, I think she's already a junior going into this, but technically it's the last. So I think she's starting to feel that pressure of like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what am I doing? Like, what's my job? What's my, what am I going to do? And it was funny because I told her, I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And I said, here is, um, I said, here's what I'm going to tell you. I said, Nobody your age knows. I said, you don't need to be talking to anybody your age or listening to them when they tell you what they're going to do, how they have it all planned out, how they have it all mapped out. I said, the bottom line is none of y'all know. I said, even the person who is the most certain, because life is going to take you some different directions and you don't know. And she said, oh, she said, that's exactly what Dr. Griffin told me on Friday, who's one of her favorite professors, who's probably about her age. And I was like, that's right, because we all know, like, you think you know, but you don't really know. So you just need to relax. Like just, it's all going to work out. Well, you think about when we were her age, if somebody had said, you know what you're going to end up doing, you're going to have a podcast. Yeah. She would have said, what's a podcast? What? Because there was no such thing back no, then. No, mm-hmm. there was not really that the, the computers had barely existed at that point. I, I'd had an email account mm-hmm. uh, just for a very short time. 
Yes. Yes. So, well, you know, that's, I had to go, somebody had to teach me how to use email my last semester of college. And I thought it wasn't going to be a viable form of communication. Yeah. You really, you didn't think it was going to make it. So. It's a new year. And you know what that means. Podcast ads talking about new year's resolutions. And this ad is no different. Right now is the perfect time to upgrade something that you use every day and probably never even think about, your toilet paper. Real paper is one of the easiest upgrades that you can make in your home. It's the best premium sustainable toilet paper available and they'll deliver it straight to your door for free. Real is the best kind of eco-friendly product because it doesn't feel like you're sacrificing something to help the earth. It's made from 100% bamboo, it's certified by the Forest Stewardship Council and it's always shipped in plastic-free packaging. You will love real toilet paper. It's so convenient to get it delivered to your door. It's soft. It's great. Real paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door with free shipping and 100% recyclable plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com bigboo and sign up for a subscription using our code bigboo at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R dot com slash Big Boo or enter promo code Big Boo to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's make a change for good this year and switch to real paper. Real is paper for the planet. How was your weekend? How was the Hudson weekend? It was good. It was, it was, well, I went Thursday, I had to go to Houston and so I, I had a lot of things, a lot of different elements to the weekend in the end, but a few, a few big picture things happened. I got to spend some time with Mm -hmm. my friend Marion, which I always love. I got, I got to work on what I'm pretty confident is going to be the new book and feel like I made good mental progress on that and kind of understanding it, which is always nice. I flew with a carry-on bag this time. You know, I'm a big proponent of checking luggage. But because I have my new away carry-on bag, I just just wanted to give it sort of an inaugural go. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to try it. And it was great. And it it was easy to get in the overhead compartment. And I and our I mean, like I I will say, like the flights were were packed, you know, going in. Yeah. Um, and, and then I watched some, I watched some basketball, some college basketball. I watched some football Mm -hmm. and which was kind of a disappointing day for me yesterday, but yeah, it was was rough. It was was rough. rough. Mm -hmm. But, and then I, I finished our book club book for this month that we're talking about, which is by Jeanette McCurdy. That's called, I'm glad my mom died. And Mm -hmm. man, do I have some thoughts on that? Good. Ooh, it was a good one. I know. It ah, was no. God. Man, it was good. Yeah. It was, it was, it was better than I was even expecting it to be. It is, it's fascinating to me. And I always say, I used to tell kids this when I taught English. There's nothing better than a really well-crafted, simple sentence. Mm-hmm. And she has some doozies in there. Like I, yeah. like just some great, really simple sentences that are so impactful. So I I loved it. I, I loved her hearing her story and I love uh-huh. how she told her story, but I also love the mechanics of how she writes and her, yes. her voice is distinctive. She does not feel the need to, she's a straight shooter. She doesn't yep. embellish a lot, but I thought it was great. Yeah. And a really great, uh, a really great example of memoir too. I thought. Yeah. 
Well, I thought she did. And Gali actually texted me this because she started it. And um, I think she does such a good job at the beginning of the book of capturing her child voice. Yes. Oh, that's so true. From the child's perspective. And I think that's really hard to do, but I thought she nailed it. Like it was really good. Yeah. And, and, and expressing what was going through her mind as a Mm -hmm. kid, like you Mm -hmm. really feel what a conundrum she's in. Now, if somebody thinks, Ooh, I may want to read that book. Let me just say there's a, it's rough. It's rough. (laughs) I mean, there, there, if, if you are at all triggered by stuff about Mm -hmm. eating disorders, body dysmorphia, sexual abuse, like really tricky relationships with parental figures, it's probably yeah. not for you. Yeah. But um, I mean, it just might be really difficult to read mm-hmm. because it's it's just the subject matter is not easy, but man, it's it's really it's a good. good one. So, yeah, it really is. And then for a while now, David has been telling me that he he thought I would really like the show Welcome to Wrexham, mm-hmm. which is a documentary that's on Hulu about um, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney buying a, a soccer team in Wrexham in Wales. Oh, I don't know about this. And I, so I started watching that and listen, the language is terrible. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I can roll right on through that. Um, but it is just, it's charming. It's okay. like, it's, a, it's this football club in Wrexham, Wales, and they have just, listen, they've been down on their luck for a minute. Mm-hmm. and. Somehow Rob McElhaney gets real familiar with the structure of the the soccer leagues. And I don't know, he wants to get involved somehow. And so then Ron Reynolds comes on board and they buy this team. Oh. And so it's a so it's a behind the scenes of the team, like the actual players, the actual employees behind the scenes, the the so there's a sporting element, sports element. Okay. And there's the personal element of them getting involved. It's it's like a real life Ted Lasso in a way. Oh, okay. I mean, even the clubhouse has sort of Ted Lasso-ish vibes, but I don't know. It's really, it's really interesting and charming and and all done with really a deep desire to make an impact in that community because they love their football club so much. I love anyway, that. Okay. And I was kind of, I felt like I was sort of due to watch something that was more of a documentary kind of thing. I just, mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of bandwidth for something that was real intense. So yeah, no, I don't really have a lot of bandwidth for anything that's super intense. There's really nothing right now. It's funny. And I know there are shows out there I could watch, but there's nothing that has like piqued my interest where I'm like, I've got to watch this. You know, there's certain mm-hmm. shows where I'm like, oh man, I'm going to watch it. But I'm just kind of, I think because I've been into my reading. Yes. And so I'm more in that kind of thing, which with that, I will say I finished Spare. Okay. I've had a lot of people ask me about my thoughts on Spare. Okay. And I will just say, this is what I'm going to say, because it's going to make Sophie nervous. <laughs> I my thoughts are the same after reading spare, if not amplified than they okay. were before I read spare. So okay. um, I just think, here's what I'm going to say, Harry, a lot of your life is what you make of it. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm going to say. Is that vague enough? Yes. I was, I'd just taken a sip of my crystal light and I was trying, I was trying to keep it down. I know I've mm-hmm. had so many, mm-hmm. I really have had like, this is going to, I've had so many people, but so many people are like, please, will y'all please talk about it? And I'm like, y'all, we just, it's a boundary. We can't. It is. <laughs> it's a boundary. a boundary. It's a Because we don't see it exactly the same. No. And now listen, nobody wants to listen to us. Like, no, no. Yeah. But, no. but. It's all fine. 
It's all fun. Yeah. It's all fun. It's yeah. all good. So, I will say, I think my, I think, I think my point of view was pretty, was pretty much the same when I got to the end of it, which, mm-hmm. you know, I think is somewhere in the middle of, of what everybody's thinking. I yeah. think I'm just somewhere in the middle of all that. So. Yeah. Well, I think it was, I can't remember. It was one of the late night people. Every time we say we're not talking about it and then we end up talking we about talk it. About, I know, but we're trying, <laughs> we're, we're just dancing around it, but I do think it's such a thing. It's such a thing. But I do, as I read it, I did laugh because I can't remember who it was. It was one of the late night talk show people that was like, I think after I read the book, I was like, well, I didn't really find out anything that I didn't already know from the first time Harry had broken his silence. And then the second time he broke his silence. And then the third time, I mean, like at this point, we know this story and we, we, you know, we wish you well, good sir. This is what, this is what holds me back from, from, I just always like, Here's my thing. You know this about me. And this is, this is, so this is not going to be a shock. I just think when somebody says something is hard for them, even if I don't understand, I want to be a person who says, okay. Yes. Yes. So, and I do believe that it's been hard for him. I don't doubt that at all. I I don't doubt that at all. So, yes, it's just, there's, it's just, it's a complex, it's a complex situation for sure. It mm-hmm. is. So, and I still contend that I believe Charles was portrayed very accurately on the crown. I 100%. I agree with that too. I agree with that. So, yeah. I think he was, he, whoever, I think whoever did that, I know they say it's, and I'm, I'm sure it's not all true, mm-hmm. but I feel like whoever was responsible for that particular piece of character development was on the money. Did you enjoy the the process of reading the book or, the were, or were you kind of over it once you, as soon as you started it? No, I thought it, I mean, here's what I'll say. I think it was very, I mean, I think his ghostwriter did a great job. I mean, I, I, think too. It, I thought it was very well written. Me too. Um, I agreed with you. You had kind of said, I felt like some of the stuff about his military service kind of dragged to me. I mean, yeah. I think just, but that would for anybody, that's not because it was him. It's just a a lot of technicalities stuff that I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, you it's know, kind that's... of like when you have a friend who's really deeply interested in something that you just don't understand, mm-hmm. but because you care about your friends, you want to be a good listener. Well, because I wanted to try to understand what was going on in the book, I wanted to pay attention to those details. But yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I you want to talk about something I don't care about as a helicopter, you know? No, I, that's... I mean... <laughs> no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some of that I zoned out, but I thought overall, I thought it was a well-written book. So it was, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get to the end of it and go, this was a waste of my time, you know? Okay. KiwiCo knows a thing or two about delivering moments of discovery through fun, hands-on projects. Each month, they deliver super cool science, technology, and art projects for kids. You can choose from nine different subscription lines for different ages and different categories. There really is something for every kid. I love that they have easy-to-follow instructions, they have kid-friendly materials, and everything you need comes in that crate. We recently got one to build a ukulele, which is something I had never thought about doing, but they're just fun creative different projects than anything else your kids have done they're super cool they've got science they've got art they've got geography no matter what your child's interest is and they deliver to your door every month it's such a great thing to have on hand especially during these cold winter months when sometimes you're stuck inside you can make 2023 the year of discovery with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash Big Boo. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com slash Big Boo. 
So there was that. But now I feel like I'm wanting to read something that's like, I'm wanting like a good fiction book. Me too. It's kind of a, I, I would kind of like a saga, like an epic, something oh. that I could get lost in. I don't know what that is. Um, okay, I will tell you a couple of series that people have recommended to me. I have not read these, so I don't, listen, if, I, if, if anything in these is shady, I don't know about it. So I'm just, okay. but a bunch of people recommended Thirsty Murder Club, that series to me, okay. which is more, more of a mystery, which I know is not really your vibe, mm-hmm. but I gave those to Martha for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then several people have recommended the Charles Martin Waterkeeper series. Yes. Now I do have those books waiting for me because I gave them to my mother-in-law for Christmas. It's your recommendation. And she's already finished all three of them. Did she like them? She did. She really liked them. So I, so I have one. So I may start the first one of those, but I'm wanting something. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm a woman in search of a in search of a book. Are you that wanting I don't like a lonesome dove kind of vibe? Yes. But, but a different yes, book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Something in that kind of a thing, yeah. like a long mm-hmm. fiction something, you know? So, okay. But I need to know that it's good. I don't want to get in the middle of something and be like, I'm powering through. I would say I'm kind of after the same thing, but I really need it to be closer to modern time. I just. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would also like a modern time, like something after maybe something, because here's the thing, you know, my 60s forward. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, my go to is to go to World War Two. But what happens to me with the World War Two books is every time they're depressing. And I don't know why that surprises me because it's a war. Sort of a heavy time. I don't know why. I'm like, well, this is generally depressing with all the people dying. Things were not good. (laughs) Things were not good. Yeah. I'm saying like last night when I finished reading the Jeanette McCurdy book, I thought, okay, I want, I want some fiction, something that I just get lost in. Yes. But I don't know what it is. So I need to go back and look through my list again of the things people recommended you know, a few months ago when I did the little survey on Instagram, because those recommendations have been great. I mean, everything I've read off of that, those lists I have loved. So. Okay. Well, I need Mm -hmm. to go look on that too. You have that in your highlights, don't you? I do. It is in my highlights. Okay. So maybe I'll go peruse there. I also wanted to mention that I know you remember at SEC Media Days, you know, we, when we were in the room where they were doing the the GIFs and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. with the coaches and the players, that one of the players who really like made an impression on us was Mike Wright. He was the quarterback at Vanderbilt. And yes. If you remember, he complimented my dress. Yes, I, and I do remember. Then if you remember, we saw him in the hall later that day and he complimented my dress again mm-hmm. and refer- referenced that he had complimented it earlier. Yeah. So I was, listen, I was impressed by mm-hmm. Mike Wright. Uh, I I cheered for him all season as he played at Vanderbilt. And yesterday he announced that he was coming out of the transfer portal and he was committing to Mississippi State University. Well, so Mike Wright is now a bulldog and I feel like he still has no idea who I am. Yeah. But I feel such a connection there because he complimented my dress, as I said, two times. Yeah. So that feels right. This feels good. This feels Mm -hmm. like he's ending up where he's supposed to be. I hope so. I hope it's a good fit for him. We needed another. And I think he can play wide receiver as well as quarterback. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's all for the coaches to to hammer out. Yes. I was just like, well, isn't that fun that he's a bulldog now? 
I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that is super fun. That is super fun. Well, I'm going to tell you that I got home and I don't have any thoughts. I will say I did laugh because I had a conversation with somebody at the Aggie thing on Friday night. Um, and it was um, my friend Tamara's. It was actually her son-in-law. And we were talking and and we were talking about the Bobby Petrino hire. Okay. And he was like, I know. He's like, what are we doing? Like, I don't even understand. He goes, but the most Aggie thing ever, he said, is I feel like about a week after that happened, he said, we've all started being like, well, maybe it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be all right. He's a genius. He's a, he's got a genius offensive mind. Maybe yes. it's going to be okay. You know, like we just. For we sure. Just, we jump uh-huh. right back on that roller coaster. You really you know? do. You really uh-huh. do. Well, I noticed last night, I think, when I couldn't sleep. Because again, we're not far out from baseball season, and I I saw a poll. You know, they they run about every week leading up to baseball season and through the season, where people want to fight about which ba- baseball atmosphere is better in the SEC. Yes. Is it State? Is it Arkansas? Is it A and M or is it LSU? Okay. And, and and not that there aren't other good ones. I'm just saying, in the polls that I see, those are always your four contenders. Yeah. And. I thought, well, here we go. It was they were had, it was like they had the Aggies pitted against LSU and State pitted against Arkansas, and we were getting down to some finals. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, we're all to a certain degree. We're we're revving up. We're getting ready. And yeah, mm-hmm, I don't mind we need, it. We need something to compete about. We're ready for a competition. We, we need are. a good. Well, it was funny because Honey and Big have season baseball tickets. And I'm going to tell you that they got their renewal for those and that the price has significantly gone up (laughs) over the last year. That'll happen after you go to the College World Series. Yeah. Well, and we all agreed that it's because somewhere in the athletic department, they were like, well, we can't raise the price of football tickets. So where are we going to make our money? (laughs) Where are we going to take that hit? And apparently baseball is what they landed on. So they'll make it. Yeah. They'll make it for sure. Nobody's turning it down. Whether you're at the gym, on the go, or between meals with the fam, Mosh Protein Bars are the smart snack to keep your brain and body fit, fueled, and feeling good. I am constantly on the go these days, and I just really don't stop and take the time to eat a lot, but that's why I love Mosh. It's a protein bar made for your brain. With six delicious flavors, each Mosh bar comes packed with 12 grams of protein, which I'm trying to eat more protein this year, and brain-boosting ingredients like ashwagandha, lion's mane, collagen, and omega-3s. At 160 calories and only one gram of sugar, Mosh protein bars are the guilt-free snack your brain and body will crave. I really cannot believe how great they taste. I did not know if I was going to like them, but they are so good, and I find myself grabbing one for breakfast on some mornings or when I'm running out the door to go work out. I have loved incorporating mosh into my daily routine. Don't settle for a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and your mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. So whether you're at the gym, on the go, or just living your best life, mosh protein bars will keep your brain and body fit, fueled, and feeling good. Head to moshlife.com slash bigboo to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack which includes all six mouthwatering flavors so you can decide what you like best. That's M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E dot com slash Big Boo. So, but I'm going to tell you just one more thing, and this is 
the thing that is fresh on my mind is when I got home, I was so happy to be home. I was happy to see Perry. I was kind of happy that we have a week in front of us to just kind of be home and relax because we haven't really had that. And I was like, it's so great. But I'm going to say that the bane of my existence is dinner. I don't know why we need to eat it. And I don't know why I have to think about it. And I'm just, I'm so, I just want the food to magically appear. I, I am with you on this. I, it, it, and and I, I'm so sincere when I say this, honestly, I would rather cook for 10 people twice a week Mm -hmm. than to cook for two people three or four times a week. I agree. I I can't figure it out. I can't, I feel like I've tried different strategies. Should I go get stuff from Trader Joe's? And we just, we have that kind of stuff sitting around. But that doesn't seem to work. Should I should I try to prep a few things and we just pull from the refrigerator? But we're tired of it in two days. Yeah, it, it, I just get really overwhelmed with logistics, and so we pretty much just fly by the seat of our pants every night of our lives mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I know it's really hard. The problem for me though is that dinner is really the only meal that either one of us eat. You know, right. like I feel like we're both just right. we just graze all day. Like, you know, we just eat whatever we can find. So it feels like we got to kind of pull it together for dinner, but then it's right. same. I'm like, I can't figure out how, to, how much to cook. Mm-mm. It feels like too much. I don't even know what I like anymore. Like it's like I when stuff comes in, either. I'm, I like, don't. I'm like, I don't know what sounds good. I don't know. It's just, it's just a thing. So I don't know. There's no solution. I, I've had the whole thing since I had COVID that doesn't seem to be getting better where things are super like sensitive to salty things. It's not that I don't Mm. like salty things, but I feel like I taste salt differently. I know this sounds like my mama. I'm sorry. (laughs) Since just where I live. Because I've thought like, you know what I could do? I could go get the rotisserie chicken they pull off the bone for you at Costco. Mm -hmm. I could keep that on hand and use that to make a soup or to make it. But it's so salty to me. Like I can't. Interesting. I don't don't know. But yeah, it's a a deal. My my go-to right now is I just make a pot of soup. Mm-hmm. And I take half the soup to my sister and my brother-in-law, and then oh, I keep half smart. the soup for us. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't mind leftovers, but mm-hmm. David is not a huge fan of leftovers. Yeah. And so, so anyway, that half a pot of soup, which sounds like a sad book title, does, I mean, <laughs> half a pot of soup. That's the that's the empty nester book. Empty nest story. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's like that half a pot of soup, we'll eat we'll eat it for a little while, like for Uh a day and a Uh half. And then, and then it's on to another day of trying to figure out what to cook. Yeah. I don't don't like it. No, it's real depressing. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. There are no answers because I've really thought about it a lot, but I can't tell you how many nights I have taken a half a bagel, put it in the air fryer for four minutes, Mm -hmm. taking it out, spread some peanut butter on it. Yep. put a little cream cheese on it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> or, this is me. Know, just mm-hmm. so, some kind of spread from something. And that's yep. it. That's me. That's I, I mean, me. I just, I, I've lost the wheel. It's not yeah. fun to cook for two people. No, it is not. And I've gotten to where it's like, and that's me. I'll do cheese. I'll do crackers, cheese. I have this spicy mustard that I like with like some dried sausage. And like, I'm like, that's my dinner. That's, mm-hmm. I wish I could just, but that isn't going to really fly. Perry wants real food and mm-hmm. then I'll get sick of it too. I don't know. It's just a whole thing. I just, I just don't like it. 
Well, maybe that'll be the first book we write together, which is an empty nester cookbook. Half a um, where you, which you just list all the dried sausage you like. I'll list <laughs> all the brands and bagels I like, and then we'll put a picture of an air fryer in it. That sounds good. The end, everyone. Hey, yeah, here you go. Here mm-hmm. you go. So, well, is it time for five favorites? time for five favorites once again and I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off with a store that will not surprise anyone but but I have yet again found something that I love from Aerie which seems to be par for the course these days they have some good stuff right now I mean they really do and Mm -hmm. one of the girls I can't remember if it was Ashby or Ella who said to me over the holidays don't you feel like if we combined the airy wardrobe from our three households, we would have pretty much everything they <laughs> offer? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Feels right. Mm-hmm. But the 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 item that I love is the airy beyond sweater. Now it's not on sale right now. So I would say just sit and wait. It'll mm-hmm. be on it'll be it on sale be. soon mm-hmm. because it always goes on sale. But I'm gonna tell you what Jeremy to the sweater is that. I'm sure you remember the Forenza sweaters of our youth. Oh, yes, I do. Uh huh. And it's that same kind of cable knit situation uh-huh. with uh-huh. the fabric. Now, the neckline is different, but I love tops that have the the slits on the side. Like, I don't know why that is so magical to me, but I just love it. Uh-huh. So it's essentially the Forenza sweater of our youth with a different neckline, slightly slouchier sleeves. And then it, the instead of having a, a huge fitted waistband at the bottom, it's got the the slits on the sides. And I just love it. It's oversized. It's, yeah. it's long enough for leggings. I mm-hmm. got it in the, what color? I got it in the Coral Sun, which is, I think, the color that will pop up when I link to it. But it's, it's real, it's it's warm. Well, it's, I would say it's, it's cozy, but it's not like super, super warm. It's just, it's cottony and yeah, it just comes in tons of cute colors and it'll be a great, it'll be a great transition piece Yeah, yeah. Um, from winter into spring, but it's also just a great winter piece and it works like a sweatshirt too. So I think it's okay. super cute. It's really cute. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, My second thing I found when I went in one of my favorite stores here in Birmingham, which is called Bloom and Petal. And I went in to get a few Valentine's happies for friends. Mm-hmm. And they had so many cute Valentine's things. But one of the things that I picked up for a friend of mine is this, it's called a Cozy Up Everything Pouch. Now, I love a pouch. I yes. love something that I can either put in a bigger purse and, you know, keep my cords in it or keep you know, my lipsticks and stuff in it, whatever. But Uh this was actually a brand that had popped up several times on my Instagram. And I always thought, well, that is so cute. That is so cute. And then when I I saw it in person, I was like, oh, it is as cute as I thought. Uh And so seeing it in person made me, you know, go, okay, well, that's something that I would like to give as a gift. But it's so, the colors are so great. And it would also be so darling 
to use as a cute little bag if you were just going out to dinner and wanted to have a little clutch. Mm-hmm. But it's bigger than you think it is, but it's it's not so big. There's a picture of somebody holding it, so you can kind of get an idea. Okay. But I don't know. It's just an interesting shape because it's more square than rectangular, and yeah. I think it's darling. Okay. I so, like it. It's real cute. Mm-hmm. So that's my second thing. Okay. Uh, my third thing is... The Living Proof Full Shampoo. Now, this is shampoo for oh. fine hair. But now, as you know, I am deeply loyal to my R&Co Dallas yes. Biotin Shampoo. I love it with my whole heart. Mm-hmm. I just, I sensed in my spirit earlier, yeah. mm-hmm. well, really over Christmas break, that I needed something to kind of mix it up. You know, I feel okay, like yeah. your hair from time to time craves something different. Like yeah. it just, it needs a little different formula or something mm-hmm. And so I ordered this just because I love the Living Proof product so much and because it's specifically geared towards fine and thin hair. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I, okay. It, it's not going to be my go-to, I don't think, because I the, the Arnico shampoo is such a great go-to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But especially when I feel like my hair is a little, you know, it's just, it's holding on to some things or... Yeah. It just, it it's just a really great way to mix it up a little bit with the hair care. Okay. So I'm all for mixing it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I would, I would say it's my own deck shampoo, you know, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I don't have a predictable routine with it necessarily, but it's just like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to use something different. And so it, it smells great. Get your hair super clean. But it also does not just weigh it down to the point that, you know, it's devoid of all body, which happens to me a lot of times with shampoos. So, okay. Um, my, my fourth thing I was actually using one day last week and I thought I'm putting this on five favorites. And this, this is one of, of the more mammal things I have added to my list. (laughs) I love it. And so I'm adding That's what matters. To my mm-hmm. five favorites. And it is a six-sided box cheese grater. Now, well, for the longest time, I had an old cheese grater that I think was literally my mammals. I think it was Mammal Davis's. Mm-hmm. And it was fun, but it was very warped from years of use. You know, like it didn't necessarily, when I would put it on the cutting board to grate something, it was not necessarily level, so it would rock, you know, when I would grate yes. the cheese. Anyway... This six-sided box cheese grater, it's stable as it's because it's lined with, it has like a little rubber lining on the bottom. So it's super stable when you put it on the surface where you're going to grate the cheese. Mm -hmm. It has, as it says, six sides. So there's all kinds of, like, there's a a good one for grating like Parmesan or Romano cheese, something that you want to grate a little bit more fine. But it even has a, a, what do you call that thing? Where like when you zest a lemon. What's that called? A zester. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) That's what I've always called it. I need a zester. (laughs) Yes. It has a zester. One of the sides is a zester. So you can zest your lemons or your limes or your oranges on the actual grater without getting. I can't tell you how many times I've cut my hand trying to hold on to that zester thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It knocks my knuckles. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just really like my six-sided box cheese grater. Okay. And, I, and and if I have a large quantity of cheese to grate, I put it in my food processor and use the grater attachment. Mm-hmm. But in your day-to-day cheese grating, 
This one yeah. is great. And I throw them out in the in the dishwasher and just let it do its thing. But I just, they've improved on the original design. It's my point. Yeah, no, so, it's really good. It's really it, good. And when you're only grating cheese for two, you don't really <laughs> want to get out the whole food need, processor. You don't need to get out the food processor. Mm-hmm. And then my last thing is pure indulgence. But I have loved my New Balance 327s that you introduced me to about a year yes. and a half ago. I've loved them. I have, oh, I have worn them like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so as I looked forward to spring, I thought, you know, this is kind of my perfect fashion sneaker. Some people like uh, a P448. Some people like other other brands of fashion sneakers, but I like something that has a thick soul that's mm-hmm. a, that's a little sportier or a, that looks a little like 80s old school yeah. so i ordered myself a, a new pair of 327s in a color combination that's called light indigo and so they're just pastel colors which mm-hmm. i understand pastels are going to be you know pretty on trend in the spring yes in, in the home and in clothes but yes. they're so cute they're and really cute and I love wearing them with jeans. I love wearing them. You know, you could wear them. I don't sound like Martha, but you could wear them with white pants. You could wear them with cream colored pants. You could wear them with a cream colored dress. You could wear them with a shirt dress. You could wear Yeah. I mean, like. So many things. Of, yeah. You could wear them with shorts. But they're just really, really versatile. I'm, I'm going to work these into the rotation once spring starts. But I think they're super cute. And they're so, so comfortable. I will say I think I sized up half a size in these when I ordered them the first time yeah and I was a I was a little unsure this time because as you know my foot has shrunk but I still got a nine and a half and they work great so okay they're really cute so they have tons of cute ones and I will say also Saucony has so many cute fashion sneakers if that's more your you know, that's the direction you tend to go more with a fashion sneaker. That's what yeah. I love about the fashion sneaker, though, is if you like something that's dressier or blingier, there are tons to choose from. If you yes. like something that looks like a tennis shoe, a person would have won when they wore won Wimbledon back in 1978. There's mm-hmm. an option yeah. for you. You know, like it's so this, true. There's so many options mm-hmm. that you really can find something that looks like your personality. And that's the fun of them. I th- yeah. I, you know. At least yeah. to me. So. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I love, listen, I'm so glad that fashion sneakers are a thing and I hope it never leaves because I, do I too. think it's a great thing. I do too. So mm-hmm. anyway, those are my five favorites. Okay. Well, those were great. Thank you so much for sharing those with us. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. All right. Well, y'all, thanks so much for listening and we appreciate it. And we'll be back next week. Indeed, we will, with low, even more exciting developments related to lyrics from the past we remember, and perhaps we will have selected a book. Yes, and maybe we'll have something that we've cooked for dinner for two. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.